0: Welcome to the season premiere of Beyond This Earth. This is Nova the Today's episode, what in the hell has happened since I left? We got a lot to get to and not enough time to do it. But this is just a teaser and a pleaser for the rest of this third season of Beyond This Earth. This is Beyond This Earth. Well folks, welcome to the third season of Beyond This Earth. Not in the place that I thought I was going to be, but you're going to find out why on the final segment of the episode. This is Novel Hollaback. That's Hollaback. We got a lot to discuss, but I am trying to keep it under 90 minutes. Try to keep it under 90 minutes. Because here's the sad reality of our situation. October 11th, I thought I was going to be in a different place. I was going to have much different things to be done. I thought I was going to be in a completely different space, but it has not happened yet. Again, I will explain to it at the final segment, but I want to get to the things that have happened since we last talked. And I did two updates, one concerning Afghanistan and the other thing concerning about what we now officially call the World Event Crisis, which is basically The catch-all phrase of the pandemic, the economic fallout from the pandemic, the social fallout from this pandemic, and everything that is related to all of it. We just call it what it is, the World Event Crisis of 2020. And it is a perfect name for it. We don't have to go through many of the details of what happened since the summer. We can talk about Afghanistan. We can talk about China's little secret moves trying to get back Taiwan since the situation in Afghanistan has somewhat resolved itself. We can talk about Evergrande and what's going on with China and Evergrande and what is going to happen on the 24th, which is two weeks from now. We can talk about the Haitian border crisis. We can talk about well, Veritas has found out about this particular pandemic and the vaccines that are related to it, the vats. But we have to come to a realization, those of you that are on the right, that a lot of things are not what they say they are. But I want to get to the main issue the main issue is leadership in Washington and how leadership in Washington is being dealt I want to explain all of this in this 30 minute segment and I'm gonna try and keep it in this particular topic concerning evergreen and the whole rest of it with leadership in Washington and Biden's people. And I think the whole thing comes to a crescendo of sorts when it comes to what happened within two particular press conferences. One of them when Biden got his third shot, and the other one being Another recent event dealing with Bill Back Better. There were a lot of people in what is considered to be woo-woo town or conspiracy theorists that started to imply that this was done in his studio. Biden and his people have decided They weren't going to do press conferences in the White House for whatever reason whatsoever. Everybody dismissed it. Everybody did. Now, when everybody dismissed it, I felt as though, okay, they're joking. The conspiracy theorists or whatever in the right wing, they're joking. They have to be. They're not doing too well with one sits. People are being arrested. People are in jail for one sits. We'll get to that in a minute. Other things are happening concerning with how the FBI is hand how the Department of Justice is going to handle critical race theory in the whole nine yards and money connections and family connections with Marilyn Garland and many other people in the DLJ. Oh, let's not forget Larry Nasser. And the FBI's bungling of that which is still being investigated. Do we want to go there? But it was something very, very weird. About that CBSN live shot of Mr. Biden taking that third shot. That didn't look like the White House. Now, if our media was ran by Scott Pelley, ran by. Lester Holt ran by and I do mean this ran by David Muir fully Special reports the whole nine yards instead of still being shared between him and Stephanopoulos I honestly believe in many ways We wouldn't have seen the things we saw but it was leaked out into the Twitterverse. And I saw the set. I said, what am I looking at here? I saw the set. That's not the White House. That's a set. It's an LDE screen, two LDE screens, two L-D-E screens I mean L-E-D screens two bulky ones it's in a darkened room and they did a close up shot saying that it's the White House and I went like you can't be serious are they fucking with me somebody said when we had this whole thing with the microphone and whatnot, that it was behind a green screen, and I did not want to believe them. Oh, it happens. It, it's this that, and the other thing. And I said, "Am I going to believe you, Mister Novak?" All that back. <sighs> Come on, Novak. Yeah, you to believe us. My punk ass. Just looked at that thing for 15 minutes off and on. I said, is this picture for real? It is not the White House, but a darkened room. Are you kidding me with this? And then the questions start especially with the shot, don't wait too fast. When recent reports have come out that the reason why the vaccines are not taking and people are having heart conditions is the way that vaccine is being administered by these healthcare workers and these nurses. They are not done to the right standards and they have the wrong type of shirt and uniform equipment. And even to the worst part of it, the wrong type of hand PPE in order to administer this shot. I went like this thinking, what else are the Democrats and Biden's people are also not telling us about what is going on with this particular situation concerning the world event crisis. It led me to what has happened with the Haitian border crisis. There are four reasons why this happened. Four reasons, not just one. Four reasons. There may be a fifth, larger reason, but there's four reasons. The obvious reason, obvious reason, A lot of them were there before because Haiti has been going through political problems since the last earthquake and a lot of them have left. So this was building up for years as others coming from El Salvador and Honduras were coming here. This Haitian border crisis was starting to build up. That's one. So we know about that. Two so was the second earthquake that took place recently, which happened for what we consider the third reason the political instability with the death of the president of Haiti and its inability for the government to hold on. And try to elect leadership that can at least solve a lot of these issues. The Haitian border crisis led into a picture of Homeland Security agents with horses in a very deeply problematic, optically. Of course, I want y'all to listen very carefully when I'm saying optics. The incident forced changes with our Homeland Security unit, but the Texas governor had begged Homeland Security for more help. More National Guard help, more help when it concerns all these particular issues with these Haitian Haitian border crisis, within the Haitian border crisis. There was certain points made by a lot of people in the African American community saying that once the Haitians got through, it became a problem. But, what they tend not to say is that 40,000 Haitian migrants are all over the country waiting for their next court date with immigration. We don't know when they're going to have their day in court with immigration. To me, it is just extraordinarily suspect and sad that it ever got to this place. But it also showcases somewhat of a double standard that a lot of people will never really understand and get. The Haiti. is in the influence of what we consider moral Doctrine or what not. And Haiti, and a lot of Haitians, do not have the same type of immediate problems that say someone from El Salvador or other places in the Caribbean, not in the Caribbean, in Central America have, to be honest. And it was not the same type of issue that is going on in El Salvador and Honduras. You have to understand that the recent Haitian earthquake we're in places where it was not near the city, but it was in the countryside, and a lot of people lost their homes. And the government just lost their president. And a lot of people were already in those countries way before, because of the other earthquake and other presidential assassinations. It has been problems with that particular country for years, 20, 25 years. And it has built up to a point where the push out began, whether it was happening in El Salvador and all the rest of it. And they started pushing them out or this was all plotted. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. These things were building up. There isn't that such of an issue. There are political issues in El Salvador, Honduras, and the rest of it. We're not we don't want to get that twisted. But it's not in the same type of issue that Haiti just went through over the summer and spring of 2021, this year. So think about that. But the border crisis has not ended. Another 400,000 people are coming possibly through the border. Another caravan of people, this time from El Salvador, Honduras, Guatemala and others are coming through the border and another situation is about to take place, and the leadership in Washington are asleep at the wheel. Veritas since last week started posting videos from Johnson and Johnson, Pfizer the Department of Health and Human Services people in Alaska and other places of that nature explained the situation concerning the vaccines. James O'Keefe does not play regardless of what many people on the left think that he is. And it has become extremely shocking to say the least on the behavior of a lot of these people working in these particular companies I just want to let you know that these companies do not have to take the vaccine in order to work that is all You need to know about the situation at hand and why they promoted the vaccine to others, but not to themselves. It's a basic answer, folks. If the vaccine is as good as you say, why are your workers not taking it? Some of them did take it. They did admit that they did take the vaccine they did admit that the treatment hesitancy is not just within the healthcare industry, it is also within the NBA in Hollywood, especially with African Americans. Kyrie Irving and many others had stated they may not play certain games. In the NBA and the NBA might punish them severely for not taking the vaccine LeBron James in a statement stated that he had to take the vaccine and He wants others to take the vaccine Andrew Wiggins was pretty much forced to take the vaccine As Black Panther 2 begins production, one of the major actresses in this particular franchise has been promoting anti-treatment words and sayings with the rest of her castmates. Someone her fired. We don't know much details if she is gone then came the bombshells Israel having issues with the treatments they're not working Other countries are not allowing Moderna to Continue vaccinations. The changes that were made last minute to the visor vaccine for a booster. That the two shots were enough for everybody, and the booster is only for older people and those with immunocompromised. who are immunocompromised, basically. And it was a blow to Biden's people. And the hits just kept on coming. The recent reports from a whistleblower that works at Pfizer saying that they used a fetal cell or fetal cells from a f- certain stem line, in order to produce the MRA vaccinate vaccines. In order to help produce these vaccines, these treatments. Excuse me. This leads into the Afghanistan mess and the disaster that Afghanistan has become. The Taliban took over Afghanistan in five days. And the historians, the pundits, Everyone who was everybody connected in this media started to wonder: How did we fail after 19 years and seven months? And this happened within a couple of days before 9/11 took took place. 9/11, the 20th anniversary of 9/11. A couple of days. And this happened. And it was starting to talk about women and girls. And the whole. Realization. Of how. We conduct. America conducts. Police action. Whether you people like it or you don't realization that had came through is that the Taliban waited you out, played you for suckers, and yet again, yet again, Afghanistan becomes the graveyard of great empires because according to the peckerwood america and the rest of its global ideology in many ways the jeremiah if you want to call it do not understand the religious mind and does not understand how the religious mind works and is not able to promote anything and to promote some form of success beyond what is considered to be liberal hegemonic ideology which Whether, for better or for worse, whether they like it or not, women's education and their upbringing and their family planning is unfortunately a part of that whole shebang. The worst part about it is is that not a lot of women were in those planes. It was a lot of men. Finding age men. Finding age men that the Taliban were looking for. And it also turns out that some of these men have hurt the innocent. But it seems like it's going down the ether. not to be heard of again. The dark realization has come to pass as we look through all of these things that have happened over the summer. And the realization has come to the fore is that our society, our politics, the way that we talk to each other, the way that we disagree or agree with each other, the way women see themselves in this Instagram world, which I'm which unfortunately, while true, is done under the aegis of trying to keep Facebook and Instagram in power instead of diminishing its power, they're being used to increase their reach and power because government doesn't know how to handle these particular issues. And they're also coming to a realization that Yasha Levine has stated in a book, which I have talked about on the show The secret military history of the internet that China's Firewall great firewall was one of the biggest moves in the history of The world when it came to the internet On how to handle what? Mr. Levine ultimately calls the internet spy technology. It was used for domestic spying and now it has grown out of proportion and it needs to be handled in certain ways, but the government of this country and the weakness of Biden's people ultimately is preventing this from happening and the weaknesses are continuing. And we'll get to all of that as we continue on Beyond This Earth. This Earth will continue right after these messages. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. We're back to be on this earth. Here is what I believe are the main issues that happened since we left. We just we just went over topics. that I think that a lot of people don't understand what is happening and you begin to see it with this treatment matinee. I saw when I was younger, nobody wanted to believe it. I began to feel it in my bones in many different ways. But feeling in your bones and see it happen in real time or two different things and that may be a mistake of a lot of fathers that give a little bit more leeway to authorities in their sphere of influence and that's why one has to be more careful and more watchful of What happens in these particular situations? I think the main issue with a lot of people is, we do live in a feminized society, and there is no reconciliation with that aspect of that realization that you do live in a feminized society. A lot of men, a lot of what we consider ratification of the whole mass of millennials and a good smattering of Gen Zers. A lot of that ratification is because of the way that they were raised and the way that they said they've been raised and they have been taught whether and what they have taken in order to make sure they succeed in school and in life and what these parents had to do to make sure they succeeded in school and in life over-socialized them to the point where everything that they have to do in order to make sure they don't even have one second to themselves has brought about the disaster that we are seeing in this particular place and at this particular time. there is one fundamental realization that people need to get through their heads history is not what a lot of people say history is there are some things in history a lot of people do not want to discuss in good company with other people and in many ways you shouldn't even be discussing about these particular uh, things, mind you, when it comes to the historical backgrounds of what we consider our life and how we see life and all these other things. And one of the things that people have forgotten and have bullshitted around, especially with these discussions that we've already discussed in season two when we did our five-part series concerning Rollo Tomasi's book *Religion and Positive Masculinity*, and we tried to connect it to what Michael Desarion says about women and men, and what John Michael Greer talks about these particular issues, and what I and what have we put together? what I put together, excuse me. You have to make it as clear as possible and make it as simple as possible. And somebody said this as one sits, came around and came through the events that happened in the Capitol that a lot of the problems men suffer in this country in particular has everything to do have 85% of the problems has everything to do not necessarily with his job mind you not even necessarily with his hobbies mind you but the way that, the woman that he chose to marry, handles the household, handles the relationship with the husband that she is married to, handles the raising of the children, and handles her own conduct. That's where 85% of the problems lie. And 85% of those problems come to the fact that a lot of women, if given the choice, and a lot of them as we have seen through this world event crisis, will choose OnlyFans, prostitution and the like over settling down at the age they are so a lot of people say and a lot of people will want to believe and I personally also believe this the time between 18 and 26 I'm closer to more 23 as the cutoff date cutoff year that they are supposed to be married and having children. I can make it as basic as that, delaying it even longer than that, and the regret a lot of women have, and how they express that regret and remorse towards everybody all over. Not only this country, but the rest of the Western world, the rest of the West, and maybe even the rest of the world in in, in the real sense, if we want to put it in in straight ways. But I have to make it a focus in the African-American community, especially when it comes to what happened to Black Lives Matter there was a recent exclusive done on Revolver stating that BLM has been causing a lot of these issues, not by, by both by osmosis and by fiat. A lot of the problems that are going with crime all over the major metropolitan cities. the FBI recently came out with a new study concerning crime in the city in the ten major cities and they're no longer putting 1350 on the Twitter sphere and other places they're putting 1257 Small increase to be sure, but, but a significant increase. And a very scary one. i come to the black community to tell you some really sad realities. And this is related to some of the things that we have seen. Nothing is going to happen about 1-6. That's just basic because they have stated there is nothing to happen on 1-6. This was just something that went out of control. But a lot of African-Americans have said if it was all black people, it would be a completely different story. Maybe that kind of statement and other particular statements need to be taken out of the vocabulary of how African-American people are to be successful in the rest of this world. I think a lot of white people, especially a lot of those who are, have very huge misgivings about African-Americans. are seeing their own society fall the same exact way they did African Americans when the crack epidemic took place and they're seeing it and because of social media they are expressing their anger in ways I cannot possibly repeat on the show here but emotions are emotions they have to be seen through. They have to be processed. And the people who are able to handle these emotions in a healthy manner need to see what these emotions are, how they were caused, and how to go through them. But let me get to the point that I'm trying to make here. And this is connected to this. The Peckerwood as he is called, made a statement to the fact that the white man walks alone. The African-American community needs to recognize this completely and needs to internalize this as a community and need not take it as a threat nor a promise, nor all these other things, nor even not even so much of a threat, but as a reality of the situation. And the reality of their success, bad, good, or indifferent. And to a lot of people in the African-American diaspora talks about these particular issues, a lot of them were bad. Be that as it may, the white man walks alone makes sense. And I'm not saying it in a racist tone, I'm saying it in a tone where the African-American male has to accept the fact that he must walk alone too in order to save his community from destruction let me make this clear so everybody can get it through their heads and wonder why everything continues to fall apart when it comes to Relationships with African American men and why little Nas S is getting so popular and why Dave Chappelle can survive even the worst of the takedowns that they want to do in front of him. I want to explain it all, and I want to explain it simply. There is a difference between David Chappelle and the man that hosts The Voice. There's a difference. We can see the difference. The difference is clear. There is a political difference between Barack Obama And the man that he wishes that he was, Lee Kuan Yew, the former president of Singapore. And through all the machinations, the Democratic Party has tried to turn a lot of this country into Singapore with communistic values. If you see it the way you see it, then things start to... Working your head that they're going to fail and they're going to fail miserably How do a people become anti-fragile when their society continues to break down around them How do you start using the systems to fight against you in order to help you out because I'm going to make this real real clear to every everyone everybody here your society continues to fail you because and african american men continue to fail and continue to be looked at everywhere they go because of the way their mothers, their sisters, their girlfriends, and their wives treat them. That they can be pushovers because their women lead them in all forms. And The Democrat party, whether people like it or they don't use this to great effect and have promoted women such as Megan Thee Stallion, if she accepts it or not, whether if it is Beyonce, whether if it's all of them, they have promoted them as the standard bearers of the African-American community when they are not. And they have given a just as much danger, as dangerous as the Kardashians fault them or not, using Instagram in the sense of giving a false sense of accomplishment and inspiration on Instagram to these teen girls. The same way Beyonce, Megan Thee Stallion and many others, Ruby Rose in another sense, in another ways, give false impressions to a lot of African American girls that they don't need the leadership of the African American man, that as long as The Democrats are in power, they will be in power and they will have success, regardless of whether the man succeeds or they don't. The black man must realize that he must walk alone and then he will find his success. But what is hurting him is that the African-American female is being promoted as the de facto standard bearer of the whole African diaspora all over the world. And the way they act, the way they behave, the way this, that, and the other thing is the way the rest of the world sees us as a whole. And that's disgusting in many ways. And it's also wrong. Because if we had people like Lord Jamar, if we had people that thought for themselves like Dame Dash, if there are those that have those same types of energy, like a Charleston wife in some ways, and not these supposed goddess worshippers That unfortunately, Dr. Umar Johnson is that other people have other particular people in the community have become. We wouldn't be in a lot of the messes we see today. And we wouldn't have to have to reconcile the fact that a lot of the behaviors of these men are not the full standard of what any culture should see their men as do you know even at this late date how free those who are white are and i mean this not in a racist term like i as i said before but in actual reality. And I'm not talking about white supremacy, whatever that phrase is, it's been misused and misconstrued by communists and Marxists that want to wish to run the state of this country. No, that's not what I'm saying. even at their low point, they are free because they have acculturated that they are going to be alone and need to deal with the loneliness. They have acculturated this A black man can never acculturate it because he always has to worship the ground of a black woman's feet. Those that do that who are white, Asian, and Hispanic are called simps, and it is correct, and it is the truth. Being nice to a woman does not mean prostrating themselves to become A follower, a goddess follower to that woman. That he sees his validation in a man through a woman. That is absolutely wrong. And until the African American man, until the whole black community all over the world. That African diaspora as it were called understands this fact he is going to lose and Charleston White's prophecy is not only going to come to fruition it is already a reality and if you have not heard it you need to hear it because What I see in the African-American community, especially with this COVID thing, is an absolute joke of a community that thinks that it can play games with the Democrat Party and thinks that it can ride the Democrat Party just like with D.L. Hoogie and his bullshit. And they think they can ride them all the way up to some sort of victory march where they can destroy every one of their enemies. That does not happen. In fact, unfortunately, D.L. Hughley and many others of his ilk, unfortunately, have become Samuel L. Jansen and D'Angle Unchained. Same mannerism, same talk, just for communism. And it's seen the same way. I'm not here to fix the world. That shit's too late. But I'm here to give observations on why certain people and certain people fail. And what can we do? What one can do to find success in a world that does not want him to succeed? And should we even care if the world doesn't want us to succeed or not? The final point is, if any black woman comes up and tells you that she's the only worthy one that can be seen in this world, then you got to call it out. And you got to say no. She is not worthy. She can never be worthy. You are the only decision maker in who you want to bring into your life or not. Until you realize this, there's nothing else that can be said about where we're headed as a people, where they're headed as a community. You can learn a lot from your quote-unquote enemies, but you better figure out who your friends truly are. And it can't be someone that ultimately sees you as a stepping stone to gain more attention from those that want to destroy the greatest country on earth and are seconds away from pulling that trigger we'll be back with more of beyond this earth the dirt season right after this <laughs> Earth will continue right after these messages. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. Welcome back to Beyond This Earth. No way Where are we headed this season? I'm going to mention a couple of things because I don't want to tell most of the things that I want to say until the final segment. But what I hope hopefully where we're going to head in this season is that We are going to talk about a lot more about what we discussed in the last couple of weeks. And in the next couple of weeks, hopefully there will be solutions to be had. Hopefully we will finally get some interviews. Hopefully we will finally do some things on Clubhouse, on Stereo App, on the other places that are needed, and hopefully we will be able to get some things done in that particular sense. I do want to tell you there may be some delays in how the episodes are done. There may be shorter episodes because I will explain it in the final segment. I just want everyone to know that it has been a very difficult summer for your host yours truly and he hoped that i hoped mostly that the summer was going to bring better fruit for all everyone that was involved and maybe actually to make this as profitable without using patreon odyssey all those other places it would have been a fantastic thing but unfortunately, things started to close down and started to shut down. And it's going to reach a point where people are going to make the wrong choices. And they're going to continue to do to make the wrong choices. I do want to tell you that this week, we're not going to do so much of a news review until hopefully next week when... Everything is back in everything will are the setup that is planned is set up. And hopefully we'll be able to do things that are more conductive to the success of the show. We're still gonna do our space segments. We're not doing one this week. Uh, and then maybe we can try and see if we're gonna try to have more fun with this with this show. And try to, not to be lighthearted, but to be more clear-filled, if we want to put it in that particular sense. That being said, get ready for a very interesting season of Beyond This Earth. We're already in our third year. And I just want to let you know that if we do get to where we need to go next week, or we have to do a shorter episode, that's fine. But I will let you know beforehand. Just let make sure everything's on the even keel and yes, I know that you're hearing it on Monday That's fine But I had to do it on Monday because it was scheduled on Monday. We want to separate that I thought we were going to do other things, but I will explain Everything on the final segment. That's why we can't do the news stuff or the space stuff pretty much so the next segment is going to tell you what has happened and where we go from here. Coming up next, on Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. just want to mention one passing, which was pretty shocking. Angelo Cordelia passed away recently, um, a couple of weeks ago. And it's a huge loss to an extremely smart man who had talked with American Greatness and the Institute for the conservatives there and have uh, done some audio interviews. And a lot of things started to make sense with Mr. Cordelia, especially when he talked about Branson, Missouri. And there were discussions in the Twitterverse about how we're gonna go about trying to build individual individual liberty concerning the arts and how they're going to create new institutions to replace the decaying and decrepit ones that pretty much the communists and the marxists run and i have stated In the second season of the show, when Cordelia mentioned Branson, Missouri, you guys were not ready to really discuss that issue about Branson, Missouri. You ran away from it. You didn't want to discuss it. You didn't even want to put it in your heads. But you still want to talk about, we want to rebuild. We want to do these. We want to promote families and the whole rest of it there's nothing wrong from building from branson missouri but you refuse to do so so you continue to spin your wheels and this is a lot of the problems i have with what they call the distant right the reactionary right the alt right and their little breakups with uh, R.C. Can, Logo, Dalius, and all the rest of them, even though Logo deserved a breakup, you know, he gets a little bit too heady for himself. He's smart, but he gets a little too heady for himself. Same thing uh, with his friends, but one of the things that people have to understand is you are not ready For the discussion of Branson, Missouri. You weren't ready. When I knew that these people were going to be ready for Branson, Missouri, I knew they were going to go somewhere. Because at least that place has the setups to get things started. But you weren't ready to go there. You were just playing games. You were still using this bullshit that that the left was bullshitting on. You used the weapons. Unless you're using them against them. You're using it to promote them, even though you're promoting their stuff. Even you're using to promote your own stuff. If you use some aspects of them, you're going to be you promoting them regardless. But if anything, Angelo Cordelia uh, Cordello Cordella did, did. He really showed how Washington works. And he really showed how one female from any particular aspect of life if with connections to the right people can affect how people see the world. And he really talked about how education, especially with the Spy agencies and the foreign services, how that system works. A lot of the things that Cortese said is not too much dissimilar to what the war nerd said. Although he's saying it in a more communistic favoring sense, a lot of the things kind of interact and make sense. But his loss is humongous. And we wish and give condolences to to his family at this very difficult time. I have one more thing to say and it's about what happened with this episode of Beyond This Earth. I did not want to do a full show. I may not do a full show next week. I may not do a full show for the next couple of weeks. The reason being is that we had to move a lot of stuff around because of the situations that are going around where I'm staying at. And at this particular time, I'm still not in a good place to call say that we can do this show and we can do other projects in a manner that I can go do all the things that I want to do, come back, have time to rest and all these other things, plot the next episodes, talk to people that are trying to help me out, And then be able to be successful to pull out all the projects that I want to do. I'm not in that stable place yet. That's why a lot of the things that I wanted to do have been delayed for possibly years. Because the people that I wanted to talk to are just not in a good place to do anything. They have all their other projects they need to do. I have projects I need to do all these things have to be moved on. This does not mean Guru Gothic is going to change a one nine. It's actually going to try to expand, but I'm going to do it in a completely different direction without changing the content or all the rest of these things or the ideas of the of Guru Gothic, Doha Queen and the other particular projects that I was doing. I was doing a sports project. That's been delayed, but the blog is up. I was doing a project for Doga Queen and other particular things. That project's been delayed, but it's still in the planning stages. I'm still working on the Medici project, which was supposed to be coming in 2022. It's still ongoing, still in the planning stages. Beyond This Earth was supposed to start to have interviews with Stereo and the rest of it. That's still in the planning stages because we, because I, Want to bring people from all walks of life here to at least discuss these particular issues, and I've already know how the interviews are going to be set up. They're going to be a little, they're going to be somewhat separated from the main show, but one of the segments is at least going to have a fifteen minute prelude to that, and we already gave in the name. We already done all these other things. It's important. It could be five interviews done five days a week. They all get uploaded on that Sunday. And I'm going to have to do 15 minute segments on each of them, enlarging the whole show. Can you imagine that? Oh, well, not really five segments, but you, you get the idea. 15 minute segments, five minute segments each is 30 minutes on the third part of the show. Instead of the five minutes introduction all the rest of it So that is what that third segment is it could be 30 minutes Because it's each it could be five interviews or one long discussion that happens on that week That entails what what is going be what is going to be so It's half show half promotion vehicle for the interviews I was given a promise That We were going to be in a different place that at least allowed me to get all these things done Before I could go to where I really need to go to really build Guru Gothic into something very important Unfortunately It's not going to happen the way I thought it was going to happen and It might even get worse As these mandates start continuing to be being improvised And start continuing to get bigger and larger So I want everyone to know and understand this is not an easy time for me. I want to do this In a better light, I want to do this show in a way that will bring people to listen. I want solutions to these and other problems. There were a lot of topics I wanted to discuss this week that I can't. I may have to push it next week and the week after, even if they're shorter shows, 30 minutes long, and that's it. This has been a challenge for me. One of the great challenges this summer and to see all the people I thought were in the right mind or even had the right ideas. Just continue to falter and to make fools of themselves and to make decisions that will make fools of themselves later. Not just with this treatment But with a lot of other shit that a lot of people accept as fact. And it's sad. And I thought human beings would get it through their heads. Not a lot of beings have a lot of the inner constitution to say no for as long as it needs to until the realization they've been played. I want y'all to really think about this as we go beyond this earth. We'll be back next week with episode two, season three of Beyond This Earth. Thank you for listening. Hopefully we're back for the long haul. Hopefully it will be a longer episode next week. If not, it's a shorter one. Take care of yourselves. stay healthy. We will see you guys next week on Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth is a Garo Gothic production.